How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I know we're at a slightly later recording time than what we promised via text, but you'll never guess who I've just come out of a meeting with, your good old friends, uh, the Referees Association. Wow. Anybody in particular? Well, we had Keith Stroud, we had Kevin Friend, we had a good old chat about current issues, about ongoing issues. About Did you fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> Did you manage to keep awake? Well, how do you work that one out? You don't mind me just could have played against him. I'm not a big I'm sorry and all this. That's a load of. You've got to die to get three points. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Die for Three Points podcast. My name is David Prutton, and the man that's going to lead us through everything he thinks in the world of football, more specifically right now, the World Cup. It's Mr. Neil Warnock. Neil, how are we? Yeah, very good, thank you. Yeah, really, really enjoying the start of the World Cup, and I've done a couple of shows. Um, since I spoke to you last up at uh, Middlesbrough and Scarborough, and they were excellent. I really enjoyed it. Good, solid northern people, I, I presume, packing those places out. It sounds like you've had a really good couple of nights there. You've enjoyed every single one, haven't you? Yeah, some of the old players came as well. You know, I mean, Scarborough, that was 86, 87, you know. But <laughs> I think they used it as an excuse to have a night out, really. There were about 10 of them turned up. So uh, they had a good night, I think, after. And, uh, and Middlesbrough was excellent. I really got... Uh, I was very, very... Uh, it was quite 
touching, really, David, at Middlesbrough. Mm. The, um, the way that the, I had stand innovation at the end, it was like it brought airs on me back and I had to say yeah. a few words and almost broke down. It was a... Uh, it was really nice of them. I, I really appreciate the the the, the, the Middlesbrough uh, contingent. It's that emotion once again, isn't it? And, it? and it's emotional time because we are officially in the period of the World Cup. We saw England, sixty England, putting six past Iran. Where did you watch the game? Uh, I was at uh, on a train coming back from Leeds, <laughs> and um, and unfortunately. They had a problem with the uh, BBC iPlayer. No way. They did on the train. I mean, what a time to have a problem. So I actually listened. I listened to it on TalkSport and uh, yeah. whilst I got a signal, etc. And then I, I obviously looked at the highlights at night mm. to see the goals, etc. But um, yeah, I was disappointed in the afternoon that I couldn't pick it up. But you know what a great result and uh, fantastic. Just what we needed, really. I mean, we've all we all know we've got. A, Talented. I was so pleased he went with a back four, Dave. Um, That's what you said the other week, wasn't it? You wanted that. I mean, the only difference—the only difference with my team was um, I didn't, you know, I would have put Foden in instead of Saka. So just shows you why he's a good manager. Scores two goals. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the thing as well, though, isn't it? The 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 kind of formation and the selection is one that's debated. And then you you talked about the four. Just just give us. Explain it to to a lay person like myself because I play football. I watch a lot of football now, but I like to be uh, things to to be explained to me. So the difference attack wise of England starting with a four at the back or a three at the back. What does a four give this England side? The four gives you so much more going forward. With a, I mean, I knew he'd play Mount. People said he's not playing well for Chelsea, but he's always done well in England shirt, and he, he fills that number ten role behind Harry Kane. He really does it really well. Yes, Madison might be on form, but I mean, what a good player to bring on if you have to. I know, you know, he's a bit injured, but he's going to come on these next couple of games. So mm. I like Mount there. Um, and the two of them, um, you know, I mean, the young lad, dear me, David, what a... what a Oh, Bellingham. 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 What a player. I mean, I think, I, he, I think he's going to be one of the best uh, midfield players in the world, mate. I think he's that good. He's so calm and collective and knows what he's doing. Um, not just in his runs forward. I mean, his header. Yeah, it were a good header, but nobody made it out that it were a fantastic header, really, from his mm. angle. The power he got on it from that angle. I mean, it was far better goal than what they give him credit for, I thought. And then his... It was, his almost, it was almost kind of played down, wasn't it? Because, because yeah. it was just... Just, I mean, with with Bellingham, obviously he started out, out of Birmingham, made his debut when he was sixteen, something ridiculous. Like that. Would you have yeah. come across him as as Borough boss? Yeah, uh, not Borough boss. Before that, uh, Cardiff, uh, we oh, right. played against him. You know? Yeah, I mean, when when he played against us, I mean, I'm you know me old old fogey manager in <laughs> Championship, and and what he did is. He, he, we didn't really give him a look in it. We were so we were physically on top of him. Mm. And I thought, no chance can he play in the championship. No, you know. But he persevered, and I think the championship brought the best out of him because he realised quickly he had to become a bit more physical to survive, and and that's what happened. And uh, take me hat off to him. I, I I've not seen anybody improve. He's taken everything on board. He obviously listens good, listens intently, uh, and Gareth. I mean, 
Gareth's got a group of lads that want to listen and want to learn. And he hasn't got a Ronaldo, has he? He hasn't got no. a bad egg. You know, no. he's got a great group. It must be the best job. I know it's horrible, England manager, because you get criticised. But as, as long as he doesn't read the papers. I mean, the, the last five games that we've been poor in that Nations League, I'd be the same. Because you can't yeah. get him, you can't get up for the Nation League. It, it's like a pre-season friendly, whereas... You know, Iran, yeah, you had to start on the front foot and uh, all credit to him. Uh, you know, the back four, a little bit, con- you know, the two goals we conceded just showed a little bit about the weaknesses. But it, overall, I thought all his decisions were right. And you can't, I mean, you can't, you can't say anything about a 6-2 victory, can you? Did you just... Picking up on the point you made there with regards to the two goals, I mean, the the, pe- the penalty warding is farcical, in my opinion, oh, at the very yeah. latter stages of the game. But- uh, incidentally, you said you'd met Kevin Friend and uh, somebody else earlier. Did they comment yes. on the penalty not given? What did they well, think? Do, do you know? Do you know? It was it was a very interesting debate actually because the way I mean they were still not. Um, thoroughly convinced with the decisions that were made during the course of the England game. But because, yes, Harry Maguire is getting wrestled to the ground, but because there's an element of them both at it, that is then looked at in a slightly different manner to a shirt pull at the very end of the game, obviously England on Iran. That, that's the kind of man you shy, which I'm sure as a manager infuriates you because everyone looks at the Maguire one going, well, he's literally Ten been times wrestled worse. to the ground. Yeah, and, 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 and Harry's what? 6-1, 6-2, he's a big bloke, you know what I mean? He's yeah. And he yeah. showed with it with a header that he powered off the bar. He doesn't want to get yeah. dragged down. He wants to head the ball. He wants to attack the football. So why would he go down if he wasn't getting fouled? That's I think it's another one of those things. Another one of them things that VAR people have never played the game. Really, that's that's. I think that's when it comes up. That, but hopefully, it's a, it'll do well at the at the tournament. There was an incident about ten minutes into the game, which then led to fifteen minutes worth of stoppage time in the first half. We saw the Iranian goalkeeper in, in a quite sickening clash with one of his own defenders. Now, everything in the last few years, and you'd have seen this, of course, with the changes in the rules and, and the, the concussion subs and how, how that type of injury is managed and, and decisions are made on that. Everybody watching that, millions and millions of people around the world, have looked at that and thought, why hasn't he gone straight off? Why is he being asked if he's okay? What, you know what I mean? It, I, th- it's I think we have situation. to. I, think we, I know. I think, I think it, what we have to do now is, is ask why that didn't happen. And I think what we have to do is progress it. We've progressed it over the last few years. We're a lot better yeah. now with concussion. But to get better, I think we have to have an independent doctor on the bench, nothing to do with the country or the club, yeah. in, if it's a Champions League or anything like that. An independent one who goes on, and if he's not 100% sure, get him off. And in this particular case, it didn't. It wasn't rocket science, was it? This no, lad should no. have gone off. You know, no. I mean... How you can say is okay. Obviously, they must have thought he might not have a good second choice, but that's that's mm. irrelevant to concussion. I think it's got to be independent, David, because you, you know managers will put pressure on on physios and doctors. You know he's got to be fit. You know he's got to be all right. He'll be you know he's all right and all this done. And I think in concussion, there's too much long term problems. With a bad concussion, that the damage oh, I mean, could shocking, cause shocking problems as well. Absolutely, yeah. So I think it's going to have to be an independent person, a doctor that that that, is, that goes on to all head injuries, really, and and then makes a decision straight away. If he's not sure, I'd get him off, you know, and you have a call, yeah. you know, set ten minutes, like we've said. 
get a concussion. Mm. Rodney, you know, and if he isn't concussed and he's okay in 10 minutes, swap him back again. But he's, I think he's got to be independent of I don't think, you know, managers will, will put too much influence on the, on the yeah. medical staff, really. They are slightly biased, of course, because you want your best players on the pitch. It did make me think, actually, when I was listening and watching the game, because the point was made by the commentator that in their squad, Iran have got four goalkeepers. And I thought, if Neil Warner was an international manager, regardless of how many players he could get, there's no way he's putting four goalies in the squad. <laughs> I only had one, didn't I? It would be put Jaggy in. I mean... Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's funny, really. I just, out. Get, just give me one goalkeeper and I'm going to fill the bench with wingers and centre-forwards. That's I all know. I need. But in fairness, in fairness to me, David, there were only three subs then. Oh, or something <laughs> like that. There were only there's two t- or three there's, subs. A, there's a laundry list of them now. There's, you, there's another team and a half sat on these ginormous benches, isn't there? I know there is. It, I mean, it makes it so easier for the, for the manager because you don't have to put anybody's nose joint out of place here by leaving them out altogether. <laughs> Everybody's involved. So it is fantastic for the for the managers to get to build that spiritual with all the lads, you know, uh, being involved. And, and just going off what you said there with regards to making an independent decision, yes, there'd be you'd want a medic there to be able to say, look, this is the answer to what the problem is. This is my interpretation. He's got to go. I'm sure, given the teams that you've played with, having watched these live shows, having seen these man mountains that have been your charges on the pitch, there wouldn't have been many that would have actively gone, all right, Gaffer, you're right. You'd have asked, it'd have been that that kind of era where you're saying, are you okay? I'm thinking of a Chris Morgan. Yeah. Chris Morgan's yeah. not coming off the pitch, is he? No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have done. And he would have said he was all right, even if he was concussed. And mm. that's the danger that we're going into mm. now. Um, I, that's why I think it's got to be independent. Because I would expect Chris Morgan, whatever happens with a kick in his head or anything, to want to carry on. Mm-hmm. And and that you know we know now the damage that that can cause. So you know I think you know the the medical people need a bit of help in that. I know it's you know there'll be cost it'll be cost, but there's so much money in the game at the moment that there's no reason why they don't get um, somebody qualified to to come on the pitch and make a decision independent of the physios. Exactly that, and obviously player welfare has got to be absolutely paramount. And I'm sure mm. given. How long your career has been, not just as, as as a manager, but playing before that as well, there'll be there'll be kind of giant strides made in the right decision in the right direction because fundamentally we love the impact, we love the contacts in a in a football game. But as I said, fundamentally, you don't want problems 10, 15, 20 years down the line, which we have seen and well, seem to David, become I'm, more prevalent. It, we have. And I'm I'm very lucky. I know it sounds silly, but I was very lucky to be a brainless winger. Uh, a quick brainless winger, may I add. Um, but you know, I, I never went. You know, I never. I, if I headed the ball twice in a game, it was mm. a miracle, a miracle. Um, and if I got, you know, I got the occasional knock on the head, but not much. Whereas, you know, you look at the centre halves, and you look at, like you mentioned, Chris Morgan, and some mm. of these others, and some of the collisions now. And you know, we've just got to realise that we don't know the damage that these are causing now. You know, we've seen, you know, my old. Uh, playing part, I, I played at Rotherham with Dave Watson, centre yeah. half, who's, who's struggling, you know, mm-hmm. and he, he he was, and I, I looked at him, and Penny, his wife, that they've coped with it, but Dave Watson, he was my first pick in a five-a-side because yeah. when the ball came to him in a gymnasium, he would head it forty yards. It mm. was just unbelievable, and nobody, you know, nobody thought anything of it then, and in them days. Dave, the balls were a lot heavier, a lot, yeah. a lot heavier. Held, held the water a bit more, 
and and Dave Dave Watson used to batter that with his head. So you know when I see the problems that's caused Dave and and other people around that era, you know we've got to be careful now with the modern day. You know we've got to change the, the, the what we do with the kids as well. I think that's got to come mm-hmm. in. You know up to fifteen, there's no reason for him to head a ball. So so I think we've got to change all that outlook now because. You know, after all, we're all learning all the time about these head injuries, etc., and heading a ball. Must must be tough there, just to pick you up on that, Neil, and, and and feel free not to go into too much detail. But seeing a former colleague such as as Dave in that particular position, mm. it is tough. I mean, you know, everybody, you try and be nice, and and he has day, he has moments where he knows something, he knows something, but you know, he's in his own shell. He's in his own mm. shell now, and it is sad. Uh, and he, you know, he's not on his own. And I'm not sure that Penny and the, and the people, you know, I mean, Nobby Styles is lad. He he's been campaigning for donkey's years, mm. and um, you know, I'm not sure how much help they get. Everybody yeah. seems to fob things off and put it to that department. They pass it to another department. They send it down the line. You know, I, it it's a. Uh, I don't, I don't. I think it's a little bit criminal that these people have got to go through that when all they need is a little bit of help. Mm. I'd agree with that. There's certainly enough money in the game, isn't there, across the world to yeah. be able to look after those that make it the game that it actually is. Um, and just, just the last thing to pick you up before you bob off for a break, Neil Warnock, the player. What was Neil Warnock, the player, like this winger? I told you, I was a brainless, quick <laughs> winger, and at Rotherham. The fans, when I was down the right wing and I took the ball on and knocked the ball past it, they used to shout, open them gates, open them <laughs> gates, in case I ran out and crossed the road. You know, I, I wasn't the brightest, but I was one of them that I, I automatically crossed it. I didn't look up, pick a man mm. out. If it was a good ball, it was a good ball off my boot. Um, but, you know, I got a turn of pace and I could play left and right. So I made 300 and odd games, Dave. So I'm quite pleased with that, really, for a, exactly. a, a, a damn average player, you know. And, and there you go, dear listener. The, the, the basis of which a 40-plus year management career was based on. Anyway, right, we're going to take a very quick break. <laughs> then we're going to talk about one of your former charges. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Die for Three Points podcast, a little break for hydration. We're ready to roll for part two of this week's chat with myself, David Prutton, and of course, Neil Warnock. And I said before the break, we're going to talk about one of your former charges, something that you're very fond of, of course, Robert Page, leading Wales 
back into the World Cup. They've not been in it since 1958. It was a very, very tough game against the USA. What did you make of it, Neil? Well, I was in short trousers then, by the way, Dave, before you were born. <laughs> and uh, so I remember the days very well. Uh, we were all rushed around a, 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 a TV in our road. We only had one black and white TV there. And we watched the uh, we watched the Welsh game. So I, rem- I do remember that. But Paige has done, he's, he's a, you know, I always talk about my players, the defenders, Morgans and all that lot, Jack mm. Hill, cause eight out of 10 every week. Never seven, sometimes occasionally a nine. That was Pager. He was Mr. Reliable. And I think that's what he's done with this job. He kept everybody on the same, you know, t- taking over in the circumstances that he did. He, he just, he knew there were nothing broken, nothing to, to mend. Just bring these lads on and, and give them the confidence. And that's what he's done. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I, I sent him a, a text before they went out to Qatar to say, you know, go and enjoy it, son. It's already a fantastic achievement what you've done to get Wales there. You know, you don't realise. and Because uh, they're so passionate, the Welsh fans. And uh, he, he texts me back straight away. And, uh, and and the same the other day before they played, I just texted him saying, go on and do it, get you back into it, son. You know, having said that, <laughs> after about 20 minutes, I wanted to text him, get Kiefer Moore on, please. <laughs> please, bro. But I thought he won't have his phone on the bench. So it was funny. Because what had happened is mm. they were taking all the goal kicks short and um, Hennessy and all them. And because they were closing them down like they were, the Americans, they had to knock it long. And they've yeah. got nobody to hold it. You know, Bale's not going to do that. James is not going to do that. Wilson's not going to do that. So it's coming straight back. So they never had any balls. So I thought, wow, he's got to change it half time. And yep, he knew that. You know, he knew that. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things now we'll definitely be starting the next game. Uh, because you can't... If, if teams close you down like that, David, yeah. you can't... You've got enough... You've got to have a plan B. If you don't knock it straight up there the goal has got to be not ready to knock it to a a, a wide player or a, there must be somebody that can head the ball are you with me mm. and uh, do, but, do you just just in that sense of when that change was made neil because mm. we see it more and more often in in modern day football where managers might not even wait till 45 minutes to change a team if you saw that halfway yeah. through that first half when to all intents and purposes it was it was one way traffic with the usa we, yeah in your head, is there a set time? Do you wait for forty-five? Do you go for sixty minutes? The only, the only thing before? is, the only thing about that, Dave, is you don't really want to embarrass anybody by mm. bringing somebody off in the first half in yeah. a World Cup game. I think, I think he did the right thing. I think he must have been talking to all the staff around him and asking them about such a situation, um, and. You know, I mean, I knew he'd do it at half. He had to do it at half time. They would have yeah. got beaten. They'd have got beaten well if he hadn't done that. Um, but you know, Kiefer Moore, he's another player, Dave. That bloody hell! When I look at him, you know, I could have signed him at Middlesbrough. When Robert looks back at the game, Rob Page, and, and do you ever do you ever put yourself as a manager thinking, what if? Well, if we'd have started the game with Kiefer, the game might have gone even better for us. We've got a point. We're happy with the draw. But I suppose. If you if you continually think what if as a manager, you'll never move forward, would you? 
No, you have to just forget that now. Gone on mm. and move on to their next game now. You know, uh, their their next game's the uh, Iran, isn't it? You know, mm. so it, it, the straight away they'll be on to that, and he'll play Kiefer against them anyhow. And I think he'll play him against England because yeah. you know England need roughing up. Centre halves is probably the weakness in the English team. So why not put somebody like Kiefer Moore on who's going to rub rub them up? You know. So um, I, I well, think Keeper's Keep play... actively said, hasn't he? He he would delight in knocking England out of the World Cup. I think he's actually said those words. Well, that's typical, isn't it, from a Welshman? <laughs> you know what do you expect? <laughs> you know, I'm like that with Scotland when we play them. So uh, it's the same, isn't it? You're like you, you know, you look after your own, don't you? So to speak. Exactly that yeah. that natural. Combativeness, but I, I know what you mean. You, you spoke about Wales being back at a World Cup, and you spoke about um, seeing it a long, long, long time ago. But it would have taken the hardest of hearts not to be moved by just listening to their national anthem being sung. is is a thing of beauty, isn't it? I have never, never heard anything like it. When I went to watch it when I was at Cardiff, and I went mm. to watch Wales versus Australia, and the the, the national anthem before I can I've got goose pimples now just thinking about it and it, it just puts hairs on your back Every, everything in the ground you've got young kids who could hardly talk singing away and shit you know mm. and, and mums and dads and grandmas and granddads it's just amazing they are so proud of their anthem and, and they put so much into it and by gum it'll be a it'll be a, a very emotional night I would imagine when they play England Oh, it, it's it's one that we are all very genuinely looking forward to, and and given what we've seen from the opening few days, it's I was about to say it'd be a great ninety minutes worth of football, but given the way that the new FIFA guidelines are being implemented with regards to time wasting, we are seeing some very big numbers <laughs> getting held up at half time and at full time. I mean, we, you do well to get a game so far that's got less than ten minutes worth of what you call added time or stoppage yeah. time. Where I mean, do you, where were... do you stand on that? Well, there were there were one or two injuries, like you know. Mm. I think, in, in in fairness to them, but it's about time the referees added some time <laughs> on. Ours haven't got a bloody clue. Ours in our country, <laughs> they, you know, they look at this, they go like this when there's when there's a guy they go down. Then next minute, another one goes down. Yeah, always ten minutes to go, fifteen yeah. minutes to go. Or if the team's on top, the one team's bashing them and really having a go, they'll go down to slow it down to get another one, you know. And then they take a goal kick all come back to take a short one and then they look round slowly, nothing on, <laughs> and then they go, go on up now, and then they all run up and they kicks it. Everything's time-wasting. But the referees, all they do is point at the bloody watch and they mm. never add it on. They never add it on. You very rarely see a, a, a game in our country that has more than four minutes on. And, and that, you know, even, even with three or four subs used, very rarely. So, you know, they are conning referees in our country. But if they get a bit, you know, I, I think when Howard Webb comes in, one or two things will change me yeah. for the better. And I do, honestly. He's, he's, he knows what the game's all about him. It's about time somebody with intelligence come into the Referees Association. Full, full disclosure, Neil, when it came to a game that you were managing, if you were 1-0 up, if you were 2-1 up, if you had the lead getting towards the end of this game, what... It, would there be any specific message yourself, Kevin Blackwell, Ronnie Jepson might be feeding into the players to the to the we'll be doing exactly generals what I've on just the pitch? Said. We'd be doing exactly what I've just said to you, <laughs> and and we get away with it, and that's how it is. And the other manager so you played the game and win at the game. Yeah, because the other manager he'll be going off like I would be, 
if I was on the losing end, he'd be having a go at the fourth official and telling him about the time waste. Look at the goalie, get him in the book and all that. He'll take the ball from one side of the goal across to the other side of the goal for a goal kick, you know, and the ref will be going like this. <laughs> you know, I, I, I honestly, I, I just... But the, but having said that, I think there's, there's more problems in our, in our league than time wasted. But uh, it would it would soon stop it off if 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 they knew there were going to be seven eight minutes extra time. Yeah. They soon they soon cut it down a bit. Um, you know, I think it, this, it, it, this, it has this crept feel, in, David. That yeah, this 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 feels as we get to this particular stage of each and every podcast, we like to tease people. Don't worry, at some stage, myself and Neil will be sat chatting with. The men in in the middle that make the decisions, and you will be able to hear absolutely everything. Yeah, that I'll, be, to I'll be like that in, I, a, in a straight jacket. I'll be like that, and I for one Keep me cannot back. wait to sit and listen. To <laughs> just 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 to round it off, Neil. What you've seen uh, from England? Yes, it's a very small sample size. Are you still happy with them progressing? I, I, I think we saw them going pretty deep into the comp, uh, competition, but not necessarily coming away as champions. Would have you seen anything that would? change your opinion on that so far? I think that um, the, the way they've been positive, I don't think, mm. no, no disrespect to USA and, and Wales, but there's no reason for them to go five at the back against yeah. these teams, really. So I think they've got to, you know, they've, they've got to, you know, stick at it, let the young lads have, have their, you know, and, and Rice is doing a brilliant job, just yeah. unsung hero in front. You know, he, when he goes deeper as well, he, it's almost like playing with a three with Rice. He knows exactly what he's doing. So I, th- I hope they beat USA on Sunday now because yeah. it will help Wales. We've, they've got to beat USA to get Wales in that qualification. I want Wales to qualify. So, you know, I hope that England can go and, and beat USA. But I think the, the Welsh game will be the most difficult because yeah. it's like playing a, a, a you know Premier League match. But you've seen already... I mean, I tip Argentina to win it, and I'm sure they'll qualify, <laughs> and they go and lose to Saudi Arabia. I mean, it just—you uh, couldn't write it, could you? Really? No, I listened at half time. I listened at half time, David, to that, and uh, the bet, the betting come on, you know, and it's eighty to one for a Saudi Arabia. No way! <laughs> I thought nobody would put a bean on that, My you know. And, uh, yeah, eighty to one, and in a two horse race, just it just shows you it's a, it's a fabulous and- game, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the great thing as well. Obviously, we've discussed broader issues that we've uh, that are in and around this World Cup. Of course, you, nobody's in a position where they can't take any notice of that. But you look at the amount of games that are coming thick and fast, and it is very much if you are a person that enjoys this level of football. I mean, there's plenty of games to keep you occupied. And of course, right here on the Die for Three Points podcast, we will be giving our opinions over the next few weeks as the games progress. And we hope that England do very well. We also hope, given our well, my tenuous connection to Rob Page, but your very, very concrete <laughs> yeah. connection to Rob Page. We wish Wales all the very best. We're going to be back, of course, next week. And in the interim, please like, subscribe, comment. We appreciate all of your feedback. One of them I read was quite pertinent, Neil, saying, can we have less interviewer, more Neil Warnock? So I've consciously tried to make sure that's the case, that, <laughs> that we have yeah. as much Neil that Warnock. Was, that was from my missus, wasn't it? Was that from my yeah. Sharon tweeting from just off, off yeah, camera from yeah, where I can yeah, see. Yeah. Shut up, well, in that case, Sharon, I've heard you loud and clear. It's been <laughs> wonderful to have you all aboard once again on the Die for Three Points podcast. My name's Debbie Prutton. We'll see you next week. Neil, once again, an absolute pleasure. Cheers, pal.
planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.